Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umet. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. And now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan. Good morning. Okay, we got the echo going. We have an echo. Mr. Engineer, push off. Yeah, push (laughs) the button. Turn off the other tie line. And we will be ready to go. Okay, so we have an echo for a little bit here, uh, but we're on the air. It's gone. It's gone. Good. I can put my headphones back on. Oh, good morning, Dr. Mixon. Good morning. How are you? Tall, brilliant, incredibly handsome as always. There you go. Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot. Delusional as hell, too. Sometimes That's what he I says find that. a little delusion gets me through the day, so it's not a problem at all. Hey. There yep. you go, and that's that's awesome. And I I, I won't I won't uh, disagree with you. That's right. And there are the woke in this world, of course, who live in delusion. Well, yeah. But you know that's their whole world. So <laughs> they should be used to that. And uh, we don't have Doctor Umat. She is off for the weekend. Doctor Umat is off. Yes. Uh, she yeah she took off uh, yesterday or Ooh. day before. She's gone for ten days. Oh, if it's ten days, it must be something fun and wonderful and family stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yay! Okay, I was thinking. And you sent her to another conference to fill her brain with lots of information. And yeah, medicine. no, you know, she's got a daughter who's apparently really smart. <sighs> shocker. Yeah, no, shocker. not at all. It takes not off. at all. Well, you know, mom and dad are both, both brilliant doctors, people. Yeah, yeah both so. high-end doctors. And so, yes, she... she went to work for a company, and the company saw how incredibly smart she was. So they sent her to Oxford for a while. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> when, when your employer decides to top you off and send you to Oxford and then offer you a big raise when you come back home. Oh, there you go. They pay for the school. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. So she, you know, she gets to take her daughter to Oxford. Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay. That is wonderful. Can't wait to hear all about it when she gets back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Before we dive right into the show, find out what's going on, see if there's anything medical that we need to be aware of or any big scares or vaccines that we need to go get shot up with. Hey, let's tell you our phone number so you can call in and be a part of the show if you've got a question maybe you tried to get in last week didn't quite make it or perhaps uh, you've got a new diagnosis yourself for yourself or a loved one maybe some symptoms that you're going okay what is this doctor uh, give us a call uh, dr mixon is here would love to take your call and you know what the phone lines are wide open for you right now you can get in the queue quite quickly here's the number it's 800-465-8770 that's 800-465-8770, and we'll get you right on with Dr. Mixon. Okay. So anything huge? Did you meet any big celebrities this past week? No, Sometimes no, you no, do. No. <laughs> this week I have been at home, uh, well, home. I've been in the office mostly just working on some new uh, video podcasts that we're going to be rolling out here in a few weeks. Okay. So, yeah, it's... Um, Kind of fun. So we're, I've got 30 some subjects uh, identified so far, and we'll probably put up uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 or 40 uh, timely. Uh, video casts. Uh, okay. They'll be anywhere from three to 20 minutes, depending on how complex the subject is. Okay. And is it just you and your amazing brain? Will you have other doctors coming in? Well, there, I'm, I am talking to the other docs in the group. And okay. so they're going to be uh, coming up with subjects that they would like to kind of audition. I'll let them come over and we'll do a video. And if it doesn't suck, we'll put them on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you have the big hook. That'll, That's right. That'll pull yeah. them out. Well, you know, it is good to be king. There you and go. So. You can do that. I love that. Now, you realize sometimes when you're doing a podcast, Dr. Mixon, you might have to, and it's on video, 
So it's a video and a podcast. Uh-huh. You got both going on. Yeah, it's a video cast. Okay, so you're going to have to bring like wardrobe changes, you know, kind of, uh, okay, add a tie, throw a jacket on, take the jacket off, put a t-shirt, you know, just in case. Okay, well, I probably won't do a t-shirt. Okay. No, I don't think I've ever seen you in a t-shirt. <laughs> no. 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 Shorts in the summer. Shorts, Shorts in the summer. I, yes, but uh, I probably won't have my legs bared on the on the podcast anyway. <laughs> I, you know, shoot from the, mostly the waist up. There you go. Uh, unless, of course, I want to demonstrate a dance move or two, in which case I may back away from the camera and dance. That's true. Who knows? I, you you know, never I, know. I plan nothing in advance. There you life go. is an adventure, and it just kind of, you know, my full belief is you should live your life full speed ahead, out loud, and without apology. Okay. You are what you are. If they like it, they can they can participate, and if they don't like it, they can go away. Okay. It's really it's pretty simple. Well, we've got some folks on already saying, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Mixon, so should we just dive right in? Get him in here. Let's do this. Okay. Uh, here's the number if you'd like to get through to 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Heading to Tacoma, we have John on the line. Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you today? We're doing, We're doing good. great, John. How are you? How can we help? I'm just, I'm just fine. And Danny, I got a question on vitamin D3. Okay. Uh, I take uh, vitamin D3. It's uh, 125 mcgs, and it's got all the K's that I take along with it. Uh huh. <clears throat> and my question is, is that every time that you read about vitamin D on the markets and you look on the internet? Like that, it just tells you how wonderful it is for your heart and your PSA, and it, you know I know it's good for you, and uh-huh. yeah, I've taken it for a long, long time. But I was diagnosed with a aortic stenosis last year, and I had a, a, a moderate aortic stenosis. Of uh oh, John, you're dropping out there. Yeah, not sure La- if you're in a. Last words we heard was, "I've got some moderate aortic stenosis," and then you went away. Do we still have you, John? Okay, you know what, John? We're going to have you call us back. Oh, there you are. There you are. Okay, you were talking about aortic stenosis, and then we dropped out. What's what's going on with that? Well, <clears throat> my question is: is I'm taking vitamin D three, and I have been diagnosed with aortic stenosis and then if uh-huh. you talk to anybody about taking vitamin D along with aortic stenosis they say you're not supposed to be taking it at all and I want to know if I should be taking vitamin D3 or I shouldn't be taking any vitamin D okay what really matters is what your serum 25 hydroxy vitamin D is okay um, Vitamin D goes through multiple forms. Vitamin D1 is actually in your skin, triggered by sunlight. That's processed to 2, which is processed to 3, which goes to 25-hydroxy. That's the active metabolic form in your system. Um, mm-hmm. You need a significant amount of 25-hydroxy vitamin D. I'm not quite sure why they're concerned unless they're worried that you're, you're going to have uh, toxicity from your, your vitamin D. You know, but the normal well, range. I shouldn't have any. I shouldn't have any toxicity. My uh, calcium score uh, for blood work is nine point five this year, and then last year it was okay. nine point eight. Yeah, so, so you're under I mean, ten got, for goodness' sakes. You're effectively zero. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I, I'm I'm good there. But uh, you know, if I tell my cardiologist, you know, which they, if you talk to a cardiologist about anything about vitamins, they they poo poo everything that you do. So they don't well, they don't believe in any of that. So I don't bring it up that I'm taking vitamin D and stuff, okay. know, because they just want to make you feel bad about it when you get there. So uh, I've read that taking vitamin D is wonderful for your heart and it's wonderful for everything and I don't think there's any problems taking it because I have aortic stenosis, a moderate No, No, but again it depends on how high your levels are and that's what I'm getting at. You should have at least once a year. I was in the 70s Okay, yeah if if your 25-hydroxy is in the mid-70s, you're in fine shape I like it at least 60 I try to keep it below 100 uh, although, you know, there are studies in children that show that even up to 125 seems to increase brain function. And, you know, if the brain don't work, the rest don't matter much. So, we, you know, we try to keep uh, 
people, 60 to 100 is my, my target range. If you're 70, relax. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you're, if your cardiologist doesn't understand vitamin D metabolism, you need a new cardiologist. I mean, it's, it's that simple. Well, I already fired one because didn't, didn't like their attitude. They wanted to put blood pressure medicine and statins uh, within about 30 minutes of uh, knowing the person uh, through the lifetime and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And I don't have high blood pressure, but I have white coat syndrome. So when I go to the doctor and you say that you're going to strap me up to anything blood pressure, it just shoots through the sky. So it just is what it is. So, mm-hmm. But I take it every day and my blood pressure is good. And I go to mm-hmm. a, a natural path. And, and my other question is, is that... Uh, PSA. So uh, this year, my PSA was 2.2 and two years ago was 1.3. And so I was concerned that it's gone up nine points, but I don't think that they're all that accurate. You know, I mean, I could have been an inflamed uh, inflamed uh, in the body or something like that. Those things aren't that accurate, are they? Can you can you shed some light on uh, a a PSA versus a 1.3? Okay, sure. PSA stands for prostate-specific antigen, and it is an enzyme that's produced by metabolically active prostate tissue. Um, As your prostate gets larger, PSA tends to rise. And so with age and with dropping progesterone levels, men's prostates tend to enlarge. Okay, The the -hmm. progesterone in young men alters the way the the alpha estrogen receptor in the prostate works and prevents it from immortalizing the prostate cells. As you age, progesterone drops, your estrogen receptors start causing your prostate to get bigger and bigger and bigger with time. That big prostate will have an increased amount of PSA. But anything that increases metabolism, metabolism in the prostate will raise PSA. Uh, infections, right. bacterial infections, viral infections, trauma, even having intercourse. If you if you made love to your wife <clears throat> the morning before you had your PSA checked, it may well be up. Right. So you know anything that that traumatizes or activates the the prostate is going to raise PSA. Our general rule of thumb <clears throat> is a PSA that has doubled in less than a year requires further investigation. We need to find out what's going on. So you have just about doubled in two years. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not a rate of rise that is of terrible concern. But the first thing I always do when I see uh, any lab work that raises my eyebrows, I repeat the lab test. Yeah, one of Dr. Mixon's aphorisms, <clears throat> nothing mm-hmm. done by human beings is perfect. And that includes our laboratory That's testing. Right. You know, those machines oh, know. are pretty good, but sometimes it goes dip when it should have gone bop, and we end up with a with a lab test that just doesn't fit the patient. So step one, you always repeat the lab work, see where it is. If it's consistently elevated, then you start investigating. But uh, I don't hear values that worry me, especially from you. Mm, good. Is that yeah, helpful for I'm you, John? years old. Okay. Yeah, that, that's good. I'm 66 years old, so I, I, you know, PSA does rise. So, but I was concerned that it went up a little bit, and so I was, yep. I was concerned. And then the vitamin D about uh, BNA aortic stenosis uh, uh, yeah. worried me that my doctors will tell you it's going to kill you <laughs> if you keep taking it. Well, I'll tell you, there's <clears throat> my favorite cardiologist is a guy named Reuben Maiden, mm-hmm. And Dr. Maiden has always been hesitant to come on the radio show. <laughs> and and <clears throat> he's a great guy and he's incredibly knowledgeable. But he didn't want to come on because mm-hmm. he's already so busy. He can't <laughs> he can't tolerate any more patients. Yeah, and then he always gets a bunch of calls <laughs> saying, right. Hey, will you be my new cardiologist? That's right. I so if he's if he's on the air, all of a sudden he's swamped with people and he's already swamped. <laughs> yes. You know, so he said, Jerry, I, I, mm. I don't want I the publicity. Um <clears throat> But I understand he, he's no longer taking night call. He's, you know, been in practice 30-some years. So I'm going to see if I can talk him into coming on. And, you know, if, if you hear Ruben on here, you know, Dr. Maiden, call back and chat with him about your heart. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. All yeah, right. Well, I appreciate it when you get on. Thank you. All right. John, thank, thank you, you so Bye-bye. much for your call. All right. We are going to head to, really? I can't believe this, uh, uh, Florida. So we're on the Key Peninsula. Okay. Is that, is that right, Jan? Are you in Florida? 
or am I just dreaming? <laughs> no, Key Peninsula, just south of Gig Harbor. Oh, okay. Because we've had some Florida callers here, and I'm like, whoa, okay. All right, Jan. Well, okay, so you're in beautiful Washington, which is... Rainy and gloomy and slate gray sky today, yes. Beautiful and green. How can we help you today? Yeah, I have a question about vaccines. I've lost a little bit of confidence in vaccines, and... um, and I, I, I had read somewhere where the Prev 20, which is the pneumonia, I've had one pneumonia shot, but that the Prev 20 only has a 17% efficacy. And I don't know if that was incorrect information or I, I can't even, I, I read it from a journal. Um, And also I've got uh, immune system issues. And and so I had a question about that shot that I've been putting off Uh and also uh, the shingles shot. Okay. So the pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine and the shingles vaccine are the two things you want to address. Okay. In people over 60... Pneumococcus, when it occurs, can be fatal. And it's mostly because as we age, our immune response is declining. We are just not as good at making antibodies and, uh, you know, mounting as good a protective response when we get infected. That's why old people get sick and stay sick longer and die more often. Okay. So one of the things we, are, we work on at Longevity is trying to boost your immune response to the highest level we possibly can. Uh, it is only 17 to 20% effective in elderly people, and that's because they're elderly people. <laughs> okay. The vaccine's a pretty good vaccine, and it does lower the fatality risk of, of, you know, dying if you get pneumococcus pneumonia. So the following not- is a paid program on this station. Welcome back to the second what hour of Earth? Leading Edge Uh-oh. Medicine. Uh-oh. <laughs> Okay. There we go. Just checking some things Somebody out. Somebody on the board just playing games and having See? fun. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Boy, that hour went by fast, I got to tell you. Um, yeah. So, you know, I have had my pneumococcal vaccine. I got it in my early 60s, which is, you know, 15 years ago. Um, and I recommend you get it. It's not a big deal. Uh, well, there's two of them. I had the first mm-hmm. one. And okay. now they're saying they want the booster. Perhaps yeah. I should have the Prev twenty, which is the second one. Right, and you know it's fine. It's going to do you no harm. It may well protect you. It's one of those things that you know if, if you do nothing, you can expect nothing. <laughs> if you do something, you'll probably get something. Um, it's not going to harm you. It may well benefit. But although my big question mark is what is this immune issue you're talking about do you have an autoimmune disease do you have immune deficiency of yeah. some sort or what's going on i, I have sarcoidosis sarcoidosis okay so you have an autoimmune disorder all right Correct. so you so you got an immune system that's defective and has mistaken yes. some of your own fibrin tissues for foreign material and are trying to get rid of them all right. That shouldn't interfere with your with your pneumococcal vaccine. So that okay. doesn't worry me too much. Shingles. Okay. Shingles I'm a little bit ambivalent about just because A, it's expensive and B, it really hurts. Mm. Uh, <laughs> well, and I heard that it, it, it causes, I mean, that some people really have flu-like reactions and are yes. down for some three people or four do. days. Yes, it does. Yeah. Here's the thing. Every vaccine on the market, every vaccine that has ever been created has adverse effects associated with it. Okay. I mean, that's just, you remember Dr. Mixon's four rules of medicine? They go like this. Anything. First rule, anything strong enough to help is strong enough to hurt. There are going to be a discrete number of adverse reactions to every intervention we do. And so, yes, every vaccine can cause problems and will cause problems in some people. The question is, are you getting more protection than you are risk? 
the shingles, a significant number of people who get shingles will have pain the rest of their life. It's a miserable, mm. miserable condition. Once you get it. Once you get Once it. Once you get yeah. it. Okay. What happens is that chicken pox that we all had when we were little kids, that virus mm-hmm. never really leaves your body. Your immune system suppresses it. And the virus becomes quiescent. And you have lived your entire life, ever since you had chicken pox, with that virus living in your nerve roots. And they're just kind of sitting there. Mm. And as long as your immune system is potent enough, it'll keep it suppressed. But as we age, our immune response declines, and that virus can become reactivated in that nerve root and cause nerve damage and pain. And sometimes that pain never goes away. Mm. And so the chickenpox vaccine or the shingles Shingles. vaccine, which is basically to the chickenpox virus, Ah. is designed to boost your immune response and keep that virus suppressed. Okay. Downside, Hmm. it costs a fair bit of money and it hurts. You know, some, some shots you can get and there are nothing. This one you'll remember, I promise you. Like for for hours <laughs> after or days? Well, it's been years since I had mine, okay. and I still remember it. But you then I've got a good memory. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, being a okay. bit of a wuss, I don't like doing things that hurt. Nevertheless, I'd rather have that that memory of a of you know twenty minutes of misery than um, hurting the rest of my life if I got shingles. Mm-hmm. Now, doctor, what yeah. if somebody has had, you know, they, they've waited, they did not get the shingles vaccine, all of a sudden they break out in shingles. And then when they're, you know, not in shingles, will the vaccine help them or? You have, uh, to, you have to wait till it resolves. Ah, okay. Most of the people will eventually resolve. Okay. okay. Some shingles just don't last a few weeks. Some of it lasts six months. Mm. Some last a year and some just never seems to go away. Okay. Once your body gets back on top of it, because when that virus becomes active, it's going to re-stimulate your immune system. But it's now trying to re-stimulate an old person's immune system Mm. rather than that kid with their robust response. Ah, yes. So once it's gone away, I'd still go back and get the shot. Okay. Get that little extra protection. Okay. That's that's good to know. Is that helpful for you, Jan? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Take care, my dear. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Very good. Okay, so we've already talked about uh, PSA numbers, vitamin D3, uh, shingles, and um, also the uh, pneumococcal vaccine. vaccine. Okay, so off to a great start this morning with lots of information for you, and we can take your calls. Our phone lines are ready for you, and here is that number if you'd like to get through right now. Don't wait until the last few minutes of the show. Here is the number at 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. We will be back with more Leading Edge Medicine in just a moment. Stay right there. Aging gracefully is a terrible option. Learn to live to your fullest potential. It's a lot more fun. Call with your question at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Stay tuned for more. Is chronic pain beginning to make your everyday life a challenge? Then consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience in pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. That's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say. Yeah, I started about like a year and a half ago. Uh, I started having some sharp pain in my left hip. It's getting tough to climb upstairs, uh, tough to play with the kids. Everybody was kind of pointing towards the same thing of, you know, you had to get a hip replacement. And Dr. Nelson's great about saying, hey, you know, there's there's different types of medicine out there that we can help fix this without surgery. Six to eight weeks later, you start to realize like, oh, I, I can climb a stair. And it was really actually kind of great after that eight week mark, like oh, I can start doing things. So definitely see the results pretty quick. Don't let pain take control of your life. Consider stem cell therapy with Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000. Or you can find Dr. Daniel Nelson online at DanielNelsonMD.com. Pete Talbot here again for a good friend of mine. 
Dr. Michael Gilbert of Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. My wife Vicki and I have been seeing him for over 20 years. But most importantly, Michael and his entire medical team are simply amazing, offering what virtually no other clinics offer, an advanced ocular exam. Honestly, it's like Dr. McCoy on Star Trek compared to the typical eye exam you're used to. For nearly 40 years now, I've been researching and interviewing physicians throughout the country, and I can tell you whether it's LASIK, RLE, refractive cataract surgery, retina, or dry eye problems, without question. Dr. Gilbert and all the doctors at Northwest Vision Institute are some of the most advanced in the Pacific Northwest. To schedule your advanced ocular exam, go to nwvision.com, nwvision.com, or you can call 425-450-2020, 425-450-2020. My husband and I have been listening. I wanted to tell you, you guys are absolutely delightful. The three of you make this perfect gem. We are planning to become patients very soon, and we love the information that Dr. Mixon conveys. It can't be found anywhere else. Come with me, my love, to the sea, the sea of love. It's Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon on the air with you. Oh, he's got a big smile. Oh, what are you, are you commenting on this song by chance? Yes. <laughs> he had that look in his eye. Uh, well, you know how it is. Every time I hear these sort of romance songs, yes. I just kind of swoon about my wife again. Oh, yes, <laughs> so, he does. I, I'm just, you know, I can't help it. I adore the woman. Yes, you do. <laughs> what What did you do for Valentine's Day? Can you share? Oh, not terribly special. Okay. I, I just, okay. I gave her, you know, a little card. Oh, which is, with all the schmoozy, wonderful, uh, red just, and sparkly. Yeah, I just wrote her a little note in it. Go. We know. love that, women. We love that. Sometimes if we say, I don't need anything, what that really means is don't you dare forget the card. <laughs> <laughs> and woman speak. It's don't, don't, please don't forget the card. Everything else is. Well, you know, for years I have given her three dozen roses. Aww. And she has basically given me a little hint that they were unnecessary this year by putting a, uh, a large orchid in the center of the table where I normally oh. put the flowers. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so I took the hint and just, uh, just did the card and, and, uh, you know, and a little card I just told her, you know, the banding. You know, you're you're my my lover, my wife, my best friend, and the center of my universe. Aww. Because she is. Yes, she is. I love that. Um, I was going to go see Dr. Michael Gilbert at uh, Northwest Vision Institute on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. Good. <laughs> so uh-huh. I was all dry. I thought if I have to go to the doctor, husband's taking the day off uh, or half a day with me in case I have to get shots in my eye. I can't drive back. So it's like, okay, you know what? This is okay. Uh, if I have the yucky looking eye... After I get the shots in there, we'll go to a uh, dark restaurant. Uh, and if I don't have to get a shot, we'll still go to a dark restaurant. So I thought it was a win-win. Well, he All called right, right before I, I was ready to leave for the appointment, and um, he was sick, so had to cancel that. And I'm like, wow, a whole afternoon and evening with my hubby on Valentine's fun. Day, and it's sunny. So it, it was a, a very wonderful yeah, okay. Valentine's Day. There you go. And chocolate was included, so there you go. But very small amounts. I still have some left, so you should well, be proud. Okay, well, yeah, good. Yeah. There we go. Chocolate is is good stuff. I like there chocolate. There you go. It's, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's why my favorite uh, coffee drink is a mocha. A mocha. You know, I mean, you get chocolate, caffeine, sugar. Mm-hmm. It's close to the perfect drink. There you go. Close if Starbucks could find a way to add the essence of perfect sex oh. in it, it would be the perfect drink. <laughs> oh, look at but- that. We've got another phone call to go. <laughs> That didn't take long, Dr. Mixon. Okay, so we are on the air live with you. 800-465-8770 is the number to call in. 800-465-8770. Okay. All right. He had a twinkle in his eye. I didn't know if he was going to He was going to have something else. No, 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 no. Okay. Would you like to go to West Seattle? We have Donna waiting for us. Hi, Donna. Welcome. not been to West Seattle since we went over to the beach last fall. Okay. Go ahead, Donna. Tell me what's going on. I have a question. What? uh, I had a really bad flare-up in my osteoarthritis in both hands since December. Uh 
Oh, dear. And I'm trying to figure out why. I've never had it this bad. I've never had it in my hands. I've had it in both thumbs before. But it's in every one of my fingers, and they're swollen and deaf and sore. So I've been trying to find out why. And I went to my doctor. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I went to a hand doctor. He injected some cortisone in my thumb, and that helped a lot. But I'm still, my little finger, ring finger, and middle finger are so stiff I can hardly bend them. So I'm wondering if you ever heard, know of any studies that show a cause and effect between calcium channel blockers, because I'm on verapamil and am- amlodipine and have okay. been for years, and our hmm. eloquence which I started in November of 2019 because of AFib. All right. Well, I I can read you the most common side effects, but the flare-up in uh, of uh, osteoarthritis is not among those lists. It's constipation, dizziness, oh. rapid heart rate, fatigue, flushing, headache, nausea, rash, <laughs> and swelling of the feet and lower extremities, not of the hands. No, no. So, you know, those are not the, those are the side effects that have been recorded at greater than 1% in, uh, in calcium channel blockers as a group. So my concern, when I see somebody like you that's had an osteoarthritis for a long time and you're getting a sudden unexplained flare, I worry that there may be an autoimmune component and it's no longer pure osteoarthritis. You know, mm-hmm. osteoarthritis tends to be a, a diffuse degenerative change in the joints, comes on slowly with, uh, with age. It actually accelerates faster in people that are sedentary or overweight because the excess mm-hmm. body fat kicks out more than 80 different pro-inflammatory cytokines that increase inflammation. So if people have gained weight yeah. recently, mm-hmm. we'll often see that or... Um, if they have changed their very sedentary lifestyle and suddenly are more active, those pre, pre-inflamed joints will flare up more. But if nothing else has changed, then I'm curious, did your doctor run a, an anti-nuclear antibody on you? Oh, no, I have an appointment in uh, about two weeks with him, so I'll Okay, good. Yeah, get a, have him run, an, it's called an ANA. Okay. It's a screen for autoimmune flare. Yeah. Just in case okay. that in the process of kicking out those those inflamed peptides in your degenerating joint, your immune system may have mistaken some of that for foreign material and you might actually now be making a, a an antibody to your own hands. Uh, if so, that needs to be suppressed and suppressed fairly fast. If it's just yeah, yeah. an if it's just an osteoarthritis, then they'll probably start you with something like non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Um, Can't you know. take them, allergic to aspirin. Uh, okay, that's a that is a bigger problem. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <clears throat> well, if you'll excuse the commercial. Uh, there is a compound called Relief Factor you might try. <laughs> I know. Since I, yes. since, since I, I own the company. <laughs> yeah. I and, am on uh, Eliquis. I'm a little leery of taking it because of the that's tumor. That's true. Yep. No, that's right. You have to keep the dose way low. You couldn't go to high doses. You'd probably be okay yeah. at one packet a day, but when you get up to two and three, then it's going to extend your, your clotting time. Okay. Well, I'm in normal sinus rhythm, and... Uh, my heart doctor, I, I did uh, uh, contact him, and he said that I, if I was, I could try stopping the Eliquis for three days to see if there was any cause and effect there. Okay, yeah. Well, it's certainly worth, uh, you know, worth a quick try. Yeah, because I'm in normal sinus rhythm, so it would be okay All to right. stop it for three days. Yep, yeah, you're not going to okay. form a plot. Mm-hmm. All right, young lady. Thank you for the so call. A&E, Sorry, I couldn't be of more yeah, help. A&E. Oh, an that's a- okay. Auto yeah, A N A screen, just to make sure. Okay. All right. right. Take care. Thank Dad. you. All right. Bye bye. Thank you so much, Donna. All right. Uh, let's go to Puyallup. Brad is on the line. Hi there, Brad. Welcome to Leading Edge Medicine. Good morning. Morning. Can you hear me? Oh, we yeah. do hear you. All right. So. 
I just got diagnosed with CRVO, central retinal vein occlusion. Oh, and okay. they started me on the they started me on the shot to go in the eye, and I just turned the radio on. And I heard her say that she got shots in the eye. Yep, so I caught my attention. <laughs> um, yes, yes. I, I have a can I say my fancy name uh, yeah. a neovascularization of my left eye. <laughs> Which okay. basically means I she's, have a new she, yeah, veins she's, growing she's, in there. Yeah, she's growing blood vessels where she shouldn't. No, I don't want to do that. So they, <laughs> they shoot me up with a vast. So yeah, that's something different. So you're than getting what an you're anti VEGF shot, too. That's right. You got yes. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and you, on the other that's hand. Yeah, you on the other hand have also have had a little ocular stroke where you've mm-hmm. actually sent a, a little clot of some sort into that central retinal ve- uh, vessel. Um, okay, Michael yeah. Gilbert, <laughs> if you're listening, give us a call. Oh, there goes the bat signal for Dr. Michael Gilbert at uh, Northwest Vision Institute. <laughs> That's if you're right. Tuning my, in. Michael is my favorite uh, ophthalmologist uh, in this hey, area. Me and, too. That's who I go and to. And he listens to the show a lot. Um, yeah. So, so if so they he, have if, done, I just, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I just let you know. I have had a complete blood work done just recently to make sure I don't have any coagulation issues. Good. Um, lupus or any of the other things that could be a cause of this. My cholesterol and all that is all good. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious as to what may have caused this because I don't have diabetes <sighs> or any of the other causes. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like you've had a good workup, and so you fall into Dr. Mixon's fourth rule of medicine and life, which is you can do everything right and things can still go to hell. Um, <laughs> just the way the world works. Yeah, see, I've got, I've got four rules of medicine. The first one, anything strong enough to help is strong enough to hurt. So we always have to balance the right. benefits against the risks. Second rule. The proper dose of anything is just enough to do the job because the higher the dose, the higher the risk of adverse effects. Third rule, if you okay. don't measure, you don't know, which is we, why we do lots and lots and lots of lab work and, and physical parameters. And then the fourth rule is the one you, I think you just ran afoul of. You can do everything right and things can still go to hell. And that's just you know part of being mortal. Um, yeah, if Michael calls in, so you listen to the rest of the show. If he calls in, we'll put him on the air and let him chat about about uh, CRVL. CRVL, okay. Okay, I appreciate it, and I'm All kind right. of in that first rule right now, the shot in the eye thing. It, it, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate that. Oh. Yeah, no, I understand. There's just something scary, visceral scary. that says, "Please keep needles away I from my know. eyeball." Oh, yeah, Brad, have you had one of those yet? I've had one, and I think I tore the armchair off. The oh, I did that. I totally, I totally chair. knocked Doctor Gilbert's arm, and and so the next time, that's why yeah. my husband came to kind of hold me down. And you know what? It was so much better after knowing what to expect. I did great the last couple times. So. Yeah, my my second one comes up on Friday, and you I'm, can do I'm this. Be a whole lot more comfortable. I've, yes, you will. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> I needed more. I needed volumes and everything, but I think I can That'll do it now. Good. You can do this, yes. All right. Okay. And then, and then you get to go home, and your wife can give you lots of poor babies. You know, yeah. oh, poor baby, so let me help. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, those always uh, make us feel better. Oh, I'm dear. getting the sissy Lala thing. Uh, oh boy, man cold. Okay. Hey, Brad. Thank right. you for your call. Take care, my friend. Bye bye. Wow. Okay. So if Dr. Gilbert calls in, we'll uh, talk to him about what yes, CRVO is. That's right. And so, you know, Mr. Uh, uh, Brad there. Brad, is yeah, it Brad? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brad. So if you, uh, you know, if Dr. Gilbert calls in, mm-hmm. let us know right away so we can get him on the air. There we go. Hey, okay. we're going to take a break in just a moment. And then we're going to tell you more about longevity, which is, of course, the sponsor of our show, Leading Edge Medicine. And we're going to talk a little bit about what you can do this year, because we're still at the beginning of 2023. What you can do to make a difference in your health as you are aging, because we are all aging. And who wouldn't want to be stronger, faster, leaner, smarter? And what was that, Dr. Mixon? Sexier. Oh, yeah. Which, of course, makes. 
makes you happier. Mm -hmm. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. You stay right there. And if you have a question and would like to talk with Dr. Mixon, here is that number to call. It's 800-465-8770. Wendy, we're talking with you next. Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. Don't believe the lie that you have to fall apart at the normal rate and see what your options really are at lmclinic.com. Stay tuned for more. Longevity Medical Clinic is happy to announce that Longevity Development, the business and marketing arm of Longevity Medical Clinic, has entered a strategic management relationship with Paramount Pharmacy. As a medical clinic, we cannot tell anyone where they have to go to fill their compounded prescriptions. We can only make suggestions. But for the last two years, we have referred our patients to Paramount Pharmacy for three key reasons. Excellent quality control excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425 425- 251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425-251-1660. Ten years ago, at that time, I noticed that my cholesterol had spiked. And plus, I was um, going through menopause at the time. And there were just lots of changes going on. And once I got on hormones and um, got straightened out, I just saw a total change in everything. I mean, I saw results like within two weeks. It was truly a miracle. And so, um, you know, I'm hooked. No, no. And Brad, if you're listening, I believe we'll be talking with Dr. Michael Gilbert. He's calling in and we'll talk more about CRVO. Okay, so uh, be staying close to your radio. And uh, longevity has been around for quite a while. We're talking almost a quarter century. I opened the clinic in 1998. Wow. Yeah, so we are 25 25 years. years. We started our first radio show here in 99. So that's only 24 years on the air now. Okay, big party coming up for 25. You know it, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Well, longevity is here. And what we do is treat the normal but undesired stages of aging aging and the changes changes in aging because we're all aging. Everything's happening. And, and the doctor says, that's normal. Yeah. And we're often accused of being an anti-aging clinic, which, you know, involves warping space and time. And uh, no. we're good, but we're not that good. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, so no, you, we can't make you younger. We can address the changes of aging. Mm-hmm. We can help you be stronger, faster, mm-hmm. leaner, smarter, and sexier. And for most people, that's adequate. There you go. Yeah. Though I would love to have my current body of knowledge and be 35 again. Wouldn't that be sweet? There you go. <laughs> well, you act like you're 35. I have so ties that old now. So. <laughs> yes. And and why longevity? You were a medical doctor for so many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you said, hey. Um, well, I was a country doctor for the first 22 years of my practice, actually. And I delivered babies and set broken bones and treated heart attacks and did major surgery. I was an old style country doctor. Um. But as time went on, I realized I wasn't getting to work for the patient anymore. I was now working for insurance companies Mm. instead of the patient because the person paying the bills makes the rules. And if 
the insurance company is paying the bills. They decide the care you get. You don't care. The doctor doesn't get to decide. You know, they were telling me what drugs I could write, what tests I could do, how often I could follow up with the patient. I said, I don't want to do that. I, you know, I, I want to work for the patient, not the insurance company. So the only way to do that, of course, is you drop all your insurance programs so that you go back to work for the patient. That way, if you make the patient happy, they still, they still care for you. And if, if the, you don't make the patient happy, they go away and they should. That's <laughs> so, right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and yes, people say, well, but, but, but. I have insurance. Why don't they cover it? Well, because I'm treating the changes of aging and aging is not a disease. Okay. Insurance is designed for disasters. Mm -hmm. When you buy home insurance, you don't expect the insurance company to come out and repaint your rooms and build (laughs) you a white picket fence and and till your garden for you. Yeah. Yeah. Landscaping. Maintaining your home is your expense. If the place burns down or a tree falls on the roof, that's what the insurance is for, okay? Mm -hmm. Maintaining your body is your expense. If you have your heart attack or your stroke, that's a different issue. Now you need the insurance, okay? But the insurance company is not there to maintain your health. It's there to intervene after you lose your health. Longevity is there, so you don't lose your health. We are basically your maintenance company. Our job is to make you stronger, faster, leaner, smarter, sexier, and happier. Okay? I want you, instead of shuffling down the road wondering if you can feel your feet, to run down the street with a big smile on your face and a song in your heart. You know, that's what I'm after. And so Longevity Medical Clinic is for, for people that don't like what time and gravity is doing to them and are willing to spend a little money to maintain their body just like they maintain their house and their car. Um, And besides, it just kind of irritated me on a a visceral basis. Well, yeah. That people will pay a plumber $300 to come out and fish a wad of lint out of their washing machine drain system. Mm. But to pay their doctor $300 is an outrage. Oh, I can't believe it. You know, and I say, wait a minute. Doctors are every bit as valuable as plumbers and electricians and auto mechanics. Uh, yeah. And if you don't think your doctor is worth as much as your mechanic or your plumber or your electrician, then do without. There you go. It's pretty simple. You know, I, I think I'm worth at least as much as the plumber. There you go. <laughs> and I bet you could do both jobs, yours and the plumbers. Just saying. Just saying. Longevity Medical Clinic, and we have been offering that free health analysis appointment since the beginning. And basically what that is, is two simple tests that you get. Uh, one is the in-body test. And Dr. Mixon, could you explain sure. that a bit? Well, the in-body test is a measurement of muscle and fat in your all four extremities and in your torso. Okay. And we do that at every patient visit. Actually, if you become a patient, every time you come in, you're going to put you on that machine. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see if you're gaining or losing muscle or fat in your extremities. And so if somebody comes in and tells us, oh, yeah, doc, I'm, I'm doing five miles a day on the trail, and I see there is no muscle growing in his legs, mm. no, you're fibbing. Mm, yeah. Remember, your doctor is an MD. They know this stuff. As minor deity. It's a sin <laughs> to lie to your doctor. And so, you know, um, yeah. So, and we're especially interested in that visceral fat, that fat inside your belly, mm. because that is a very active hormone peptide enzyme producing gland. People don't think of fat as an active gland, but it really is. It is not just cosmetic. It's producing more than 85 different inflammatory and, and prothrombotic chemicals that it's dumping into your bloodstream. It's causing your brain to shrink faster. It's causing your joints to degenerate. It's raising your blood sugar. It's causing depression and fatigue. And so all those chemicals being produced by your fat and being dumped into your brain need to be addressed. Mm -hmm. So we measure it. The other thing we're going to look at is your hemoglobin A1C, which tells me what percentage of your red blood cells have been damaged by 
glucose, by the blood sugar, in the last three months. It doesn't okay. tell me your peak or your valley, but it gives me a, a rough three-month average. The normal range from 4.4 to 6.5. At 6.5 and above, you're a diabetic. Okay. 5.7, we call you pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. But here's a fascinating thing. If your A1C is... which is not the bottom. 4.4 is the bottom of normal. If you're 5.2 compared to 5.7, you're losing brain tissue twice as fast. Even though it's a couple points higher. Even though it's within the normal range. But within that normal range can up to double the rate at which your brain is dying. Mm. Now, that's important because my belief is if the brain don't work, the rest don't matter. (laughs) We've heard that, uh, yes. yes. So I want... Your, your A1C down in the low fives to high fours is what I'm shooting for. Okay. And that's why you take that test. And so when an endocrinologist tells you, well, you're... You're, you're normal. Well, your A1C is 7.5. You're doing good at controlling your diabetes. I cringe. Mm, okay. That is why diabetics have a 300% increased risk of dementia mm. because we let them run... A1Cs in the sevens instead of the fives. Okay. All right. Uh, This is why we're here. Two tests, two simple tests, and it's called the health analysis appointment. You can take this. Come on in to one of our clinics, Kirkland, Tacoma, Linwood. We've got a number you can call right now. Make that appointment. Uh, Find the best day that works for you and the clinic and the time on your busy schedule. Get you in and let's get you healthy for this year. Okay. Here is the number to call and you can do that right now at 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG. You can also go online if you're more of a techie person or you've got somebody there helping you out. LMClinic.com is our website. And click on the little button there that says free health analysis appointment. And we'll get you all set up. LMClinic.com. All right. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. We have Dr. Gilbert on the line uh-huh. from Northwest Vision Institute. Good, Good morning, Dr. Morning. Gilbert. Good morning. Good morning. What a beautiful morning. Okay, what are you, you up to this morning? Besides listening to your favorite oh, radio show, of course. You're right. Uh, I fixed, fixed an omelet this morning, shared with my lovely wife, looking out over the city and enjoying leading-edge medicine. Wonderful. <laughs> that sounds like a great Saturday to me. There you go. I it's know. As if he's, he's here And the in cappuccinos. The now, I've, I've always wondered if my cappuccinos could even come close to Bandine's. You, you've <laughs> waxed so poetic about those. I think, uh, you know, I, I shake my head as I fix my own humble cappuccino. But <laughs> Well, you know, it is chocolate and creamer and, of course, oh. coffee and then some cinnamon and a little dollop of whipped cream on the top. A little swirl. Does she do any well, cappuccino I, art? I do. No. <laughs> I do dust with chocolate and mm. and uh, uh, cinnamon, but infusing with chocolate, that would be another step. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Dr. Gilbert, welcome to the show. We have Brad from Puyallup who called earlier. Uh, he had the CRVO in his eye, the central retinal big word thing, vein occlusion. occlusion. Central. So really important to understand those words, central retinal vein occlusion. So if it's the central, if it's one of the peripheral retinal veins, or we usually call it branch retinal veins, that's Mm -hmm. way out in the periphery. And that just affects a small amount of the retina. And, of course, having the whole retina works is pretty critical to being able to see. But if you just block a small area, a branch retinal vein, then you've lost a little vision temporarily or permanently in that one spot. But if it's the central retinal vein, well, that's the pipeline for the whole system. And so when you have that central retinal vein occlusion, I think Jerry used the words, it's equivalent to a stroke, and that's true, mm-hmm. but it's it's got a lot of hemorrhagic stroke because you've blocked the drain and the arteries are still pumping, and so you end up with hemorrhage in the uh, retinal tissue and uh, obviously tissue injury like a stroke. Okay. Where the anti, so the Avastin, you mentioned sure, Michael, the Avastin I'm, I'm, so, drug. I'm sorry, you're going to have to hold on one second. Yep. We're, we're at the top of the hour. Yep. We've got to take a break. It's yep. hard. We don't get a choice we're of skipping good. this one. 
And yep. so hang tight. We'll be back with you in just a minute. Or two. Good yep. Deal. Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine continues with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Michael Gilbert talking about eyes in just a moment. Stay right there. We'll be back.